Well, hello there. This is Tree Low from Panamo Disabilities, and today's guest is from the Low Vision community. He's an actor,、uh, he's an advocate, and、uh, so much more. Guest, introduce yourself. Thank you, Tree. That was a very sweet introduction. My name is Shashank Sharma. I'm a theater actor. I am from India, but I was born and raised in the Middle East. I studied film in England. And now I've been pursuing theater in India for the past four years. Nice, nice, nice.、Um, you know, can you,、uh, you know, tell the world about、uh, what else that you're doing besides,、um, you know,、um, your acting?、Um, you know, what else are you doing? Currently,、uh, I'm working on a few self tapes for a few auditions. But I love to do salsa dancing, so I do a lot of social dancing. I travel quite a bit whenever I get a chance to. Obviously, over the last few years, that's been a little bit a little bit hard to do. And over the pandemic, I started working with a lot of U.S. organizations to improve representation of disability and enhance authentic representation, like Access Acting Academy, Easter Seals,、uh, ADA Lead On Productions, LCA, all of those things.、Uh, so yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, because I know you and I have done work with the、uh, ADA Lead On,、um, you know, LCA, and、um, you know, can you kind of tell the world what your job was um, um,、uh, with the ADA Lead On production? Sure. So I was working. I was part of the editing team in the editors' room. I also did talent outreach, and、uh, I acted, produced. Edited my own short film as well, and I got to act opposite Danny Woodburn, who's just amazing. Wow! 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 Wow!、Um, you know, it, it's interesting.、Um, you know, I, you know, I forgot to even add, you know, start the introduction before I, I even go any further because I always do this every time,、um, or a few times I've done this.、Um, I want to kind of describe myself for a lot of the low vision guests that、um, are listening to the show. I am wearing a orange、uh, hijab hair wrap, as you call it.、Um, American.、Um, I'm wearing a black、uh, pullover、uh, sweatshirt. Um, glasses. I have a neon color microphone, purple, and I have a phenomenal disabilities with multicolors with blues and purple, with tree loam behind me. And can you describe yourself? Of course, I can. So I'm wearing、uh, tinted red aviator glasses. I am olive skinned. I have short black hair and a jet black beard, full beard. I'm sitting in front of a blue wall. I think that's a blue wall with like white spots, and I'm wearing a salmon shirt. Oh, you look great! Now, I I noticed that you,、um, you know, because you're part of the low vision community,、um, but you're able to see.、Uh, can you kind of describe to the world like、uh, your disability, or how did you not have? How have you been navigating、uh, ever since?、Uh, From childhood to adulthood, or has this only affected you since a, as an adult? All right.、Um, so I'll first talk about the first part of that question. I have these rare eye conditions called、uh, cone dystrophy, secondary nystagmus, and myopic astigmatism. So I, I identify as a person with a non-apparent disability.、Uh, I'll try and explain what that means. What those crazy terms mean in English, real quick. So I have very low vision, like my vision is very blurred and foggy, 
in sunlight and bright lights i'm completely blind i cannot see colors and uh, for instance when i read i have to like read like this like bring the book or phone or whatever i'm doing like very close to my eyes wow um so yeah that that and a bunch of other things like my eyeballs shake uncontrollably when i'm in bright lights uh as a child i went to a normal school and then uh after i graduated school i went to a normal university i didn't um i wouldn't say i didn't see myself as a disabled person but i would i would try and just think of myself as normal or just able bodied i wouldn't like use my disability to sort of get uh, get any unfair advantage advantage or something and i'd actually get very embarrassed when people would try and say oh you're such a hero and you inspire us and stuff you, yeah yeah i just i mean i found that so strange like um, in school when i would get a b or a c people would clap and for the other people they'd only clap when they get an a and i'd be like i can work towards an a like don't spoil me with this so i know they were coming from a place of love but i always thought i could do better and that's i think that that helped me quite a bit right, uh, right i worked harder to make it to the dance teams to make it to the football teams and so on and so forth now when i moved to university i did struggle quite a bit i was struggling quite a bit from school as well the final few years of school uh learning things on the board like i just couldn't see it and um i was very sensitive and shy to ask for help uh and few times i did try i'd be told that you can you can't see but you can hear so uh for subjects like accounting or film studies where you have to like visually see things uh yeah so i i kind of struggled there quite a bit but i learned to develop a thick skin and i learned to um you know it's very easy to like feel sorry for yourself and just not do the work but i learned to develop a thick skin and then just be more upfront with people about my access needs and that right. that helped me quite a bit right 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 now um you know i i was curious in rars to um like the disability rights and because uh, you're 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 based in was it in India right or where's yeah. okay. and and how are the disability rights are are they the same as in America or is it a little bit different of the accommodations um this really depends on the disability you have and speaking about vision if you're more than 90% visually impaired then you get certain rights here um and if you're less than that then you get certain rights and i can give you an example from my own experience the way they determine that percentage of disability they'll literally take you in a room and it can be lit like just a normally lit room and they can say how many fingers am i holding up so when they did this with me i told them that if you do this outside in sunlight according to your procedure i'll be like completely blind because however close you hold those fingers i won't be able to see it so um this is just my experience i've not been in india for very long i've only been here for four years two of them have been in a pandemic uh so as far as um, rights go here i know people do get help but i haven't like experienced it i just try and make do with whatever I, that's that's sort of been my attitude always from school through university and here I just try and help myself like with acting for instance I do a lot of theater acting and travel around with shows right. so when I'd be on the stage my eyes would like 
like I just couldn't focus my eyes on anything. They'd be like moving all over the place. So to counter this, for instance, I bought a ring light, and even though I can't see anything with my glasses off, um, if I wouldn't tell you, you just wouldn't know. I I could look directly at you. I could uh, sort of you know think, just observing what people right. who have full vision do. So yeah, I just sort of made do. I'm, right. I'm sorry, I can't tell you too much about how. Oh no, uh, no, no, I, no! I totally get it because I, I, the reason why I ask because I know like because um, you know uh, you know in the, in the school systems like in America they have like um, you know like the accommodations like you know like certain like um, you know like a uh, 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 enhancement software the stuff for visually impaired to uh, for me for instance I have ADHD they um, they have other softwares to help myself and also to give me extended time um, on test exams um, you know and so forth that was where I was segueing the question was just um, like you know um, uh, uh, do they offer a lot? You know, because I know some countries they don't, and I was just curious, like you know, um, you know, in that area uh, for for your country, um, you know, uh, with the ADA rights uh, or just rights for disabled people um, of the accommodations, you know, and that was pretty much what I, the question was steering to. Okay. Um, yeah. So I grew up in the Middle East, so in Dubai, I would get like enlarged font and 25% extra time on my board papers mm-hmm. uh, like my IGCSEs and A-level board papers I got enlarged font and uh, 25% extra time uh, right, that, right. that's all the accommodation that I asked for uh, I'm sure during the studying process I could have taken a little bit of more help which might have helped me but like and, I said you, now, now you, you mentioned that you're an editor now um, um, when you edit, um, kind of quick, uh, it, it, you know, a lot of times when I edit, I have all the lights off because it's much better to be able to see all the, you know, the, the detail. And I was just wondering, like with you, do you have like a, um, like a, it's like a magnifying glass type of setup where it just uh, brings everything up closer to you? Do you, you utilize any of those features or it's just all just looking at the screen just the way it is? Uh, so I think in the blind community or low vision community, we call this screen si- screen sniffing. Yeah. So I literally just go into my computer like this. Okay. And yeah, so I just like, I do zoom as much as I can, but I need to like go right, like that needs to be right in my grill. Right, my, right, uh, right, right, right. Yeah, I, I, I just, I'm just always intrigued because of the, there's so many different, um, um, tools and stuff they're just so amazing that i'm watching uh uh so many of us in the disability community are, are have access to and and how much it has uh um improved or helped us go to the next level where we're at you know academically professionally um you know and uh, i mean I, i'm impressed that you're able to, that you're able to sit there and go through everything you know um you know, visually, uh, I, I think I would strain my eyes doing. <laughs> I'd be like, ah! I, I, I strain my eyes just we call sitting in front of the computer too long, and I'm like, I'm done. I can't. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I take a few breaks um, and everything. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm very passionate about this, so right, that yeah. But yeah, it does strain my eyes quite a bit, and I get like headaches and all but it, it doesn't matter like I just I just take more breaks 
go uh, drink lots of coffee that helps quite a lot right 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 yeah I, yeah i was just and curious because i don't know it takes longer um like longer to do things what i assume someone with full vision would be able to do so it just takes me longer but that's again that that's completely fine by me yeah yeah Um, yeah, I, I mean, honestly, I ask it because I, I used to have great vision. Now I'm wearing bike vocals and a lot, a lot I would say my vision got worse uh, over the years because of uh, working, you know, like I used to work at a photo lab. So you had to look at this really small little screen and try to pick up all the little details. You're constantly, you know, and so you're constantly straining your eyes and stuff and and if, you know glasses and of course you're in front of the computer all day so that and like you said nowadays you you learn how to make those adjustments you know um you know and uh just do what you got to <laughs> pretty much um yeah i want to segue on your your acting career i mean what uh, motivates you i know that you're you work in production post production on the, on the uh, back end and stuff but i want to the world to kind of get to know you as an actor. Can you tell them um, about your theater acting, your acting on screen, um, the stuff that you've done? Oh yeah, of course. Um, so I didn't like know when, I, like a lot of people know when they're like children, they want to be actors and things. So I actually didn't know that. Um, as Steve Jobs said, you like connect the dots in your life at some point. So for me, I was very passionate about history and at school and university i was very passionate about performing and dancing and somehow and films of course and then somehow i found myself working in some student films at lancaster and i sort of just fell in love and kind of realized this is what i really want to do so once i i got my degree i moved to india and then i started working in theater under the tutelage of this veteran stage director mr faisal alkazi so i've done about five productions with him i worked with a bunch of theater groups but with him i did five i've worked on five shows and we traveled with it nationally in 2019 and 20 and then of course this past year after the after we've come out of the lockdowns right in between that i've continued to work on a lot of short films and some feature films as well i've done a few earlier this year they're not released yet but yeah i'm i'm very lucky i got to work on some feature films as well um over the last two years i've been actively pursuing uh, training at british drama schools so um uh, this year and last year both years i applied and i didn't make it but yeah it's all part of the you know process right 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 and do you um where where do you see yourself in, in the next several years with your acting are you planning to continue um acting and or or or, or uh uh do a mixture of both um besides doing the post besides in the back end of it um of uh you know the production end of uh editing and whatnot but i was just curious like have you thought about directing are you will you think about something like that down down the road uh i mean you never say never right now i'm married to acting and i really really love acting and i've been getting better and better at it and getting a lot of more opportunities right now for that uh but i'm certainly not allergic to directing and uh, 
with Easter Seals, I'm always writing and producing a little bit, like for a month every year. So that also sort of comes. And over the lockdown, as performers, we've all just like produced so much of our own work, right. like with self tapes, and uh, you sort of have to get costumes and doing Zoom theater uh, and whatnot. So we're all we've all sort of become producers. Uh, it's interesting you asked me this question for one of those auditions for my drama school for uh, Radha. So a lot of their auditions, I had to produce a lot of my own material apart from just doing self-tapes for acting. I had to uh, make short films and do a lot of experimental theatre work and movement-based pieces. So through theatre and through this pandemic and self-tape, I've gotten a chance to produce a lot of the work, that, right. yeah, do a lot of editing and so forth. Right, right, right. Yeah, I just, uh, it's just, it's, it's really, I, mean, I, I, I took a look at your pictures. Um, I, are you on, on uh, acting and on stage? And I was just like, wow, and this guy's really, you know, amazing. It just, uh, you know, just so talented. You know, your you, your hands in every cookie jar of of, of uh, you know media. You know, and I love it. You know, and I I tell that to everyone who. Um, I said, try not to um, uh, be selective, you know, with your jobs. I said, do various things because you're much more employable and, 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 you know, you have access to every other department. Um, You can utilize, you know, as you're working, um, you know, as I just love watching you, you know, um, illustrate to the world that, hey, you could do the same thing. Get your butt out there and work. With performing, the more you put into it, the more you're going to, like, get out of it. Right, 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 right. The more you do, the better you get. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, I want to segue on some questions in regards to, um, you know, like, it, um, a lot of families at times tend to, um, you know, they work together as best they can with their families with disabilities, mine as well. Um I want to ask you what were, um, you know, what were the adjustments that your family learned to make um, as you were navigating as a child with your disability? Um, like how did they learn to navigate? How they ma- learned to make those adjustments? What did they do to effective tools for themselves? The first thing they did is uh, tried to see if there was a cure for my eye problem. I mean, right now, the world is more connected. Back in the mid-90s, it wasn't as connected. Everything, all the information wasn't as accessible. So the first thing they did was take me to a bunch of hospitals and like send my reports around the world to see if there was sort of a cure, if there was a way that I would be able to see as everybody. And apart from that, over the years, as I've um, sort of learned to work with a cane, they've just, um, for instance, like when I go outside, I need, I need um, to put, I need somebody's shoulder uh, when I go out during the daylight and things like that. So just small things like that, when I couldn't uh, speak for myself with teachers and different things like talk to them they always taught me to be very bold and not uh, sort of um, hold back in anything yeah so 
resistant, resistant and passive. Yeah, yeah, you're holding, yeah. refraining. Yeah, yeah. So I think the best thing they did, is, the the best adjustment they made, is they made no adjustment because they made, they forced me to sort of find my own way and be bold and stand up for myself, take my own decisions, and that that really helps a lot. Right. Like you, you're your own individual and we're going to give you your space. You go do what you want to do and we're not going to stand in your way. So that that really was their whole um, sort of approach. And things, I guess for me, most things like uh, when we go to cinema halls, they'd be okay sitting in the first few rows, like in those huge, in front of those gigantic se- uh, screens, sitting in, in the first few rows or reading things out for me. So just... Uh, million small things but essentially they always wanted to always wanted me to be an independent person right 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 um you know so i love that you know i i uh i i see i love i see a lot more parents who are learning to teach their kids to you know be vocal and stand up um you know at the same time i, I love the fact that parents still continue to you know, okay, all right, you you spoke up, but they didn't listen to you. Okay, I'm gonna go down there to the school and speak for you myself. They see the big, <laughs> the big parent here, and <laughs> like, okay, mom, okay, dad, you know, and you know, super cool that you know you you see a lot of that in the community, you know, and um, you know, and and you know, it doesn't matter what community that um, you know anyone's from you know it's very important especially when kids are growing up they really need a lot of that you know as they get older they learn to um you know have a lot of confidence and strength within themselves to be able to navigate the world and um maneuver and shift and you know you know be you know have their own businesses and whatnot without you know struggling and doing you know uh you know feeling like as if like they they missed out on something because of whatever you know um and i think it's really important that more families need to be involved you know as much as possible yeah um and i like that with your family i'm i'm going to ask you in regards to um who um was your biggest influence towards your dreams or who it or who has been your biggest influence towards your dreams or where you're at today uh i mean that just my parents i'm very very influenced by my parents their work ethic um how humble they are how sweet and polite with people they are and artistically it's just something that like changes so much over the years when i was until uh, until like a great amount of time in my adolescence is what till my adolescence i was so highly influenced by this movie titanic and leo and kate's performances and i still am like i i watch that movie once every year i still love that movie to bits uh, but it just changes. Um, like I love Stanley Kubrick, Alfred Hitchcock. I love the work of Humphrey Bogart. Like I just watched all his films. Like every frame I'm watching what he's doing, I just love him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just something that really changes so much as you grow up and as you mature. I can't say that I enjoyed Humphrey Bogart movies when I was like five or six because I probably wouldn't have understood what's happening there. Uh, but yeah, Titanic. Definitely is always that film and that whole story behind that. And aside from that, just a bunch of other things growing up. Right, 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 right. 
um, you know, um, I wanted to ask you another question regards to, um, uh, you know, I, 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 I find out like what uh, are, are your reflections from from now uh, and, or as from your childhood that you want people to take away from um, your experience in life? I would say don't wait for anything. Um, if you need help, go and ask help, take help, learn to stand up for yourself immediately. Like never lean on anyone or be afraid. Like for a long time, I was uh, I was just very afraid or ashamed in a way. I didn't. I just couldn't ex- express myself. So uh, with me, the thing is because I'm not completely blind. So. A lot of the times people wouldn't understand what I need or how much I need and I wouldn't be able to speak up for myself and that would just result in me losing out a lot like uh, for instance spellings when I'd be writing my essays at uh, school and university no matter how close I would go to the screen or books some M's and N's would sort of look like other alphabets to me and I couldn't it just cost me a lot of grades and marks things like that and in life as well, just for instance, if um, if you like someone, or if you want to talk to someone, just go and do it. Just believe in yourself. What's the worst that's gonna happen? Right. They'll say no. Your teachers won't help you. That's fine. Then you find a different way to help yourself. Like don't hold back or don't sort of think I wish I could have done that. Just go do that. Go do it here and now. Right. 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 And I totally agree with what you're saying. Is, you know, just keep doing stuff. Don't, don't, don't just uh, feel like, oh, you know, mm, uh, or question and doubt. Just get out there and, you know, um, you know, even if like you get whatever is going on, like you're learning disabilities or, and, or uh, if you don't have a learning disability um, and you just, you know, as people, are, I, I see it at work that, you know, still navigate to the small little stuff that they're doing with that work and stuff. And they uh, uh, get stressed out over the small stuff and, you know, not just um, try to push themselves to do excel, other, you know, and do other things and like, you know, uh, and, and find like the, uh, the bigger things that makes them happy, you know. Um, yeah, I want to be able to ask you, um, can I just add to that one more thing? Just one sentence. I'm sorry. Can I just add to the previous point? Sure. Sure. Uh, don't be afraid of failures. The more you fail and the younger you do it at, the more it's going to help you for the rest of your life. There you go. There you go. There you go. Um, I want to ask you, what was the most memorable, um, moment in your life and career? Uh, well, um, last year I got a call back from uh, the London Academy of Music and Dramatic Art. That was around the same time I booked a lot of parts and stuff, but like that was the first time I ever got a call back for anything. And this is like one of the best drama schools in the world. And then around like the same week or month, I booked a few parts, um, booked a few like yeah parts in theater and booked a few shows here and there. So like that whole week last year, May and June of last year, I guess that's that's the most memorable part. But honestly, every day is memorable because you learn so much every day and it's just such a joy to be able to do this. Like, you know what I'm saying, you're a performer yourself. So 
Um, right. The worst day in our profession is better than like the best day in any other profession, in my opinion. Right, 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 right. Um, you know, um, I know you, um, you know, did a lot of uh, amazing, provided a lot of c- contributions in society, but which ones are you proud of that um, you're excited to share with the society? You know, something else besides uh, um, the stuff that we mentioned. What the contributions? Uh, <laughs> I I hope to be making more of those. Let's see. <laughs> I want to set up my own theater group sometime in the future, which provides accessible training. That's something we don't get here. Like, there's no obvious. There's no accessible training as a performer here in India or in Dubai. So that's something I'd really want to do, like the Queen's Theatre Initiative, Theatre for All. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that that's something I'm actually working on and is one of my five-year goals in the future, to have my own performing troupe and give actors and performers of every walk of life and ability a platform to showcase their skills and have fun. I know it relates back to that. <laughs> Sorry, but a lot of my life right now is just with theater exactly 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 um yeah i, I want to be able to ask you like um uh, and i want you to give me like two you can give me three sentences but i say two at most um what disability what's disability isn't to you it isn't a um excuse for not living the life you want to live it's uh it's not a bad thing i mean uh, so what if i need to go a little bit closer to see somebody so yeah. what who cares yeah and uh what it isn't it isn't a curse i i i love it like Sometimes people ask me, why don't you walk with a dog? Why don't you use your cane more often? And I'm like, you know, that stuff tra- takes all the attention away. I like to do that myself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, it's just, who cares? Everyone has problems and whatever, whatnot. Disability is just, it's just part of you. Like, yeah. Like your hands and yeah, like your eyes, your nose. It's just, it's just within you. Love yourself. You kind of use what you kind of use your disability as your own. Uh, as I had another guest say, she, um, she said, "I use my disability as my superpower." Oh yeah, <laughs> I I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't put it better. Your disability is your superpower. Oh, like when I, when I go to airports, I just fly through all the immigration queues and everything. I'm the first one on the plane, first one off the plane. So yeah, it is a superpower. <laughs> 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 it gets you out of lines at the airport so that's that's there you go there you go right 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 I, yeah I, I you know I just um it's, it's amazing how uh with you know sitting listening to so many people on the show um that come on and sit down and talk especially yourself and it's just amazing to hear um every perspective um you know how you navigate uh to your opinions to um just you know uh, being direct with folks you know not letting people get on your nerve and good luck this is who I am um, 
you know, I'm sure you have, I mean, from all the pictures I've seen, you have a huge community of friends that um, you, you hang with and stuff and, and acting friends and stuff, which is really great. Um, and while seeing, I just love seeing a lot more people just getting involved, um, you know, just participating, uh, especially when every, uh, since they're pushing so much harder when it comes to inclus inclusiveness, you know, and it's really important to include, you know, you know, so many other communities um, because then you learn, uh, you learn to work together, uh, navigate, and just uh, create and do things, you know, authentically. Uh, you know, even this, even if it's not, uh, we call people don't think, oh, it's not authentic. If I gotta listen to this person, da, 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 da. but you, you're learning different ways of um, intellectual thought processes and stuff you know you know but like i said it's just uh it's just nice to people see so much as you know has evolved but although there's still a lot more that needs to improve in that area i'm glad it's, it's great to see you know some improvement um i wanted to segue on that question in regards to you know um as you see so much has improved and then there's still a lot that needs to be improved what is your goal to help make it better in the world on your end accessibility accessibility to everything to different career opportunities to things like getting an equal chance to learn at the same level as all the other students at school, at university. Um, for instance, if you go to if you go to theater, I mean, I've seen those soccer managers. They've got those big screens, even though they're on the ground and they can see properly. They've got those big screens right in front of them. So why can't you have that at uh, at Broadway at West End? Uh, with a little bit of audio description, for instance, and that, that's just one thing, an example of one thing, but there can be just so much more accessibility to life beyond um, what currently exists and uh, having more authentic representation, not, not just within like the performance industry, but like everywhere. Um, I think that's very, very important. And for me, accessibility in education is because education is a tool and a passport that you can use to uh, make your life better and make lives of your loved ones better. At least that's the way I look at it. And it's just so important. Such an integral part of your makeup as a human being. So improving accessibility in education through school and university is just like very important. Uh, yeah, yeah that's I, like I, totally, my I totally agree, and because I, I, uh, I, 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 as you were speaking, I remember I, I remember working for a low vision uh, theater company, and remembering how we had to like, um, uh, built a whole setup, the stage, and everything. So, um, um, you put like wood or like little pieces of wood and, and tape from the floor, like as marking spots. So, um, and that way, when the actor uh, performs, they know exactly where to walk and, st and stop at without using like any, um, you know, uh, accessibility aids or anything. And um, put stuff on the walls. They can use their hand to kind of like uh, play into the character, you know. Um, 
and in and I also as well what I would do is like uh, enlarge um, a lot of the writing you know a lot of the text so when you're reading your script you know it was a struggle going okay I can't see this uh, can you make it bigger and you're and now there was like you said audio description was in the audience when they did the performance which made it uh, really important and you're right i think uh, it needs to be much more um accessible and a lot of more of, of um um anywhere in media you know you know it's viable. Yeah, I mean, audio description is something that can benefit everybody. Like even someone who is a fully able dancer could do better if they know, like through audio description, if they know how their bodies were moving and not just like looking at someone and imitating them. So I think a lot of these things can like push over and benefit everyone, not just the disabled community or certain people. Right, right, right. Well, I want to say I. I'm so happy you came on the show. I know we've been having playing uh, back and forth tag uh, as our schedule and whatnot. Um, and I totally appreciate that you taking the time to um, sit down, uh, talk about your life because it's been really cool to be able to to get to know you and and also also too is you know I'd like for the world to you know to you know. Uh, get to know you as well because there's a lot of, of us in our community that knows you but you know outside you know you know universally people are like oh wow this guy's pretty dope oh my god you know and now you know it's i you know and it's just amazing being able to watch you blossom and and keep pushing you know and i want to thank you for that you know being a part of this journey of um you know working together with you and stuff and it's been loads of fun it's been education at the same time <laughs> you know um, well, thank you so much for having me Tree. i mean it's been great you're 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 such an amazing person to work with you you gave a introduction for me let me do that a little bit for you for the audience tree uh i worked with tree on ada 31 lead on so she was our post-production coordinator and she basically did a bunch of work like she didn't even take credit for it, so she's just like the most amazing person she can work 24 hours and she doesn't even need like rest why is she doing her thesis? <laughs> you remember that why is she doing her doctorate thesis at the same time she's just a crazy cool person Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's interesting you remember that. <laughs> yeah, I barely had any sleep during production. You're like, when does she ever sleep? <laughs> what? What time? What time did you go to bed? Oh, I only had an hour of sleep. What? Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, like no time for yourself just work all the time i mean you were just incredible you know it, it, you know you know how it is it's just uh when when you got to get stuff done you got to get done um uh although i don't i don't i'm not we call uh saying anyone else should do the same thing i did um you know but get that sleep sleep hygiene is very important but <laughs> the leader never gets any sleep exactly 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 you know um yeah because you know it's it's a lot of it like i said also affects your mental frame of mind we don't get enough rest um yeah uh you know, it's you know. It, it, plus, you're much more fun when you you know. <laughs> <laughs> As we are right now. 
yes, 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 yes. Um, so yeah, so on that note, I want to say thank you again for being on the show, and to my guests, I want to thank you for participating and listening to the show. You know, and uh, you know, it's great now that I can be able to talk about our recent award with the 2022 Davy Award for the Diversity, Equity, Inclusion uh, Award uh, for podcasts, and I'm just so proud that we uh, have made it this far and continue to be able to share more stories with our guests like Shank and so many others. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And, um, you know, I hope that um, this award is demonstrates that anyone can do this damn thing called being successful and getting your accolades and stuff because you know what everyone deserves it doesn't matter who you are and on that note this is Tree Low from Phenomenal Disabilities until next time see ya